Welcome to Pause to Consider, sometimes talons and beaks, with Alyssa Lakota, a registered veterinary nurse who works with wildlife and domestic species. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. As you may already be aware, I took last weekend off due to a fire in my area and the need to evacuate. This experience prompted today's topic. Are you prepared for an emergency, fire, flood, hurricane, whatever the issue may be? Up here in the mountains where I live, not only was there a need for some people to evacuate due to a fire, but flash floods and mudslides wreaked havoc when Hurricane Kay presented herself. It assisted fire crews with dampening the fire, but sadly it also claimed lives and homes when they were washed away. So I ask you, are you ready? Do you have a plan for escape if necessary? And does it include your pets? After all, they are family. I have two dogs. They are both seniors, and I have been in a habit of creating a plan of action over the past few years in case anything was ever to happen to me. I wanted my wishes to be known so select friends and family members would know what to do for my pets in my absence. Several months ago, for reasons I won't go into, I decided to take additional steps to create an actual evacuation plan, if ever needed. I made lists of what I would need to take, what I would desire to take if time permitted, and what to leave behind. In addition, I visited websites such as FEMA and the Red Cross to put together an actual emergency kit of foods, water, first aid, and so on, and I will provide a link to their information for your convenience. The most basic need on my list was myself and my two dogs. Worst case scenario, get all three of us moved to safety. First and foremost, if that's all there's time for, that is all I leave with. Personally, in order for me to get to my car, it takes a little doing. It's not as easy as running out the door and jumping into the car. There's a lot of stairs to contend with. And with my two senior dogs who are now starting to show signs of weakness in their hindquarters, it can take a little time. They did great. They were anxious to get to the car. So given the nature of their health, they moved pretty darn quickly. The next trip or trips up and down the stairs would include the emergency kit, although in truth, I put that in the car the day before because it wasn't looking great around here. My backpack with tent and camping gear, that too was thrown into the car the day before because I was planning ahead given all the steps to climb. Important files, including my dog's medical records and my wallet and ID. As I mentioned, I had put a couple of items into the car the night prior, This afforded me time to go back for items I desired. I had put a lot of thought into this months ago and was able to quickly retrieve things of sentimental value that could never be replaced. I also had time to grab things that could be replaced. Photos, blankets, pillows. I didn't need them, but I grabbed them because I had time. And suddenly, I felt the urge to be comforted by them, their familiarity, images of family, some deceased, some not. I found myself emotionally desiring their presence and comfort. The night before evacuating, I not only placed my backpack and emergency kit into the car, I placed my shoes by the front door along with dog leashes and anything else that might be needed in the middle of the night if the need arose. Thank goodness it did not. As I said, we evacuated the next day when told to do so. I think planning ahead aided me in being able to grab items that were important to me, as well as frivolous items that I simply enjoy. But I realize this is not always the case. No matter how much planning goes into escape, it may not be possible to retrieve anything. 
That would be the worst scenario, and sadly, it does happen, as we have all witnessed. Prior to leaping into evacuating my home, I had been working with co-workers, moving wildlife to safety. This job is a place that provides forever homes to wildlife that cannot survive in the wild for one reason or another. Each animal there has their own story, and each are extremely well cared for, and their quality of life is a top priority. This particular day, all of us working there came together for their aid and transport. It was during this time when I had to race home for 20 minutes to collect my dogs along with the first items that I felt necessary. I was very lucky. A co-worker and friend reached out to see where I was and where I was planning on staying that night. She made a phone call on my behalf, and next thing I knew, my other job offered a place to stay, dogs included. Thank you, all of you, you know who you are. The next night, my dogs and I returned home because it looked to be a warning evacuation as opposed to a mandatory evacuation. The first night, I had been told to leave by an officer. The second night, my dogs and I attempted to sleep in our own bed, but the smoke proved to be too thick and we left again. We had all coughed so hard we nearly vomited. In fact, one of my dogs did vomit, and I felt like a really bad mom waiting for it to come to that. So some of you have been in a similar situation, likely been there, done that, and will do it again if necessary. Some of you have thought about an emergency plan and have actually created lists and kits. Others have thought about it, but may not have put those thoughts into action. This is where I encourage you to do so. It could help you help yourself and your family if ever confronted with an actual emergency. Maybe you'll have more time as a result of planning ahead, as I did. Maybe you'll salvage what's important to you. Maybe. Again, I will provide some helpful links to further assist in putting together your emergency kit, but a few things to start prepping include water. One gallon per person per day for at least three days. I had three gallons total. I planned on sipping my water very slowly and giving most of it to my dogs as needed. Otherwise, they would drink it to their heart's content. And this would be a case of rationing. I probably should have had another six gallons, but as you know, it all worked out. Thank goodness. Food. At least a three-day supply of non-perishable food along with a manual can opener. Plus dog food, cat food, or whatever food is needed for your pets and their dishes, a flashlight or headlamp and extra batteries, a first aid kit, a whistle to signal for help, a dust mask. This actually proved very helpful when smoke and ash was thick. I only wish they made them for animals too. Cell phone and chargers, prescription medications for you and your pets if they're on any. And based on your personal needs, you may want to consider non-prescription medications such as pain relievers and antacids, infant formula, bottles, diapers, and wipes, which can also come in handy for adult sanitation. Cash, important documents such as insurance policies, bank account records, and identification, sleeping bags or blankets, and a change of clothes and sturdy shoes, and for us females, feminine supplies and personal hygiene items for all of us. So I cross-referenced websites geared towards evacuation plans as well as camping. They're somewhat similar, and most of them have a downloadable list for you to print for your convenience. I wound up creating my own list that served our personal needs, but at the very least, print these lists and place them someplace where they're easily accessible. My dogs and I are back home, safe and sound, as are all of the wildlife animals who are so thankful to be in their familiar surroundings and comfort. 
Thankfully, the fire crew, who worked tirelessly to douse the flames, kept things safe. Last I heard, we were at 87% containment, but it's likely greater than that by now. These firemen and firewomen are absolutely amazing, brilliant people who give their lives so willingly for the sake of others. And we cannot thank you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Pause to Consider Sometimes Talons and Beaks. Please take time out of your busy day to create your personal emergency evacuation plan. If you are unable to get home, are there friends, family, or neighbors who can, at the very least, grab your pets for you? Be prepared. It might just save your life and the lives of those you care about. Until next time, tune in, tune out, just don't pass out.